See, the boys are smart, man. That'll be part of their game. You know, I'm going to take you somewhere uh, that won't hurt your stomach. You know what I mean? Right. Be you know what I mean? Because, you know, and that goes with part of dating, too, man. And ladies, you know, we spend, and food says a lot, man. You know, like, food's going to tell you what a guy thinks of you. You know, if a guy's taking you out on a date. Now, you go to the dollar menu or to the value menu at McDonald's. You, that's not a relationship. You know, he's looking at you from a lustful standpoint. You know, I'm going to feed you some of this junk. And hopefully I get lucky, you know, and that's the mindset for uh, an unsaved individual, you know, but a person that's taking Christian values and standards into place. All right, man. Well, you know, I'm a we're going to wine and dine and we're going to do this thing the right way. So, you know, Eddie Marlowe's or Biagi's or if I'm doing my homework on certain restaurants, man, that I know is from farm to plate, um, the vegetables are fresh. Yeah. You know, I might consider that, which. We might need to do some homework on that, man, because had you known Chatters, you probably would have went, but you probably would have got something super light or what you thought was light. I thought it was light. Chicken, I mean, chicken breast and broccoli. You, you can't know. go wrong with that. You know, that's like, <laughs> all right, I know I'm going to go. I'm going to eat right with that. I, know, I thought it was right. They got that out the freezer. And dipped it in who knows motor oil i don't know <laughs> so put man. that in the microwave for five minutes yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> oh man yeah man that's it's, it's crazy man but yeah that's what it is man so we've been we've been uh yeah i've been bamboozled cheddar's is off to the list but uh man let's introduce this thing man we we were right into the conversation which is i kind of like that you know a little on a little uncanny but uh, your boy Josh Collins here, man, with the Fitness First Brand Podcast, Milk versus Solid Food. Talking to my right-hand man. Courtney Douglas, man. What's up, everybody? What's going on? My man Nick Lay. He's back here. Can't hear him, but he's he's in the back, man, writing down, you know, just writing down notes and, uh, you know, hooking this thing up, making sure the bells and whistles is cool, you know, with the sound and all that. So we appreciate you. You oh, know. yeah, man. Happy Memorial Day weekend, man, to all of our soldiers, service soldiers, soldiers you know, yeah, soldiers. Armed, women and men and women. Yeah, service men and serve, women. Yeah, my mom is, uh, well, she's retired now, but, you know, 20, 25 years in the Army. So, so uh, you know, shout out to my moms and shout out to just all this, you know, anyone that's uh, just fight for this country, man. And, yeah, man, I got know. a veteran, a few vets in the family, man. Shout out to my cousin Leland Gates and my okay. cousin Lamont Gray as well, too. Appreciate their service. I think Marines and Navy. Okay. Yeah, mom's is Army. So still, man, all our servicemen and women, thank you for, you know, providing protection. Thank you. Thank you. I, I came, man, they wouldn't, they wouldn't accept me. What? Why? <laughs> so I tried. I tried to join the Navy, the Army. Oh man, you would have been a whole different uh, man out the Navy. Huh? What'd you say, Val? So you would have been a whole different man coming back from the Navy. Man, I went. I'll take your word for it, Jay. They wouldn't let me though, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause they, I couldn't pass the test. Uh, no, I didn't even get your step step foot on the training course, man. I had to put my medical history down. So when they found out I had asthma, oh, denied, yeah. denied, yeah. denied. I was like, ah, oh. it was like, no, nah, man, if you can't pass this, you know, if you can't keep the stamina or endurance up, man, uh-uh. Yeah, we can't put you out there in the field and you you 
You out of you breath. You pass out. Yeah, you know, we can't put you out of the waters. You can't even swim. I can't swim at all. I still can't swim, man. I'm taking some lessons, though, this summer, Lord willing. Yeah, you 6'5", man. You just got to walk. Like, <laughs> I sink like a brick, man, in water. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, but they weren't going to let me, man. I said, no, you ain't finna sue us. You know, and then, you know, and I had integrity low key back then, you know. Um, I got integrity now. But I'm just saying back then, I would have lied and been like, no, I ain't got to have them. But me, I I know I've, I've had a few asthma attacks, man. So I wasn't going to play mm. with that on that forum, bro. Yeah. I said, yeah, I got asthma, liability. you know. Yeah, you know. They're like, hey, man, because you know that thing normally you can't have nothing in your pocket, you know. Like, hey, man, what's this? What's this bulging out your pocket? Oh, that's nah, my inhaler, man. sir. No, <laughs> nah, you can't do it. You can't, you know, you can't step on the field, sir. Yeah. So I wanted to, man. So shout out to all of those, man, that, that have sacrificed, man, for our freedoms here in America, man. The ones that we're 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 clinging to now. Sad to say, man, in times we living in, man, we were really clinging on to a lot of our freedoms as well, man. So but we just appreciate those individuals stepping up, man, and fighting for a cause. My mom never wanted me to go into the service. Any of mm. them. Any of them. And I don't have a clear answer why, but I just know the recruiters at the school would not touch me or even speak to me. They'd be like, hey, who is Josh Collins? I raised my hand. He said, hey, we're not allowed to speak to you. I'm like, why? Hey, we just Bruh. But, but my mom, we, we my mom was staff sergeant, though. Yeah, we had theories on yeah, that. Yeah, we got some we, theories. We, we was just saying your mom threatened them or something, she man. She did, man. She's a staff sergeant, so, you know, she she got a little, she got some rank over there. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and she's, you know, back from Iraq, and to be honest, I won't be, it wouldn't surprise me. My mom was the one to send the recruiters out <laughs> to the school. Mm-hmm. You know, I can speak. It probably was, man. Low key, they already asking you, like, all right, Josh Collins. Well, all right, yep. He, he got like you got like one of those red, um, uh, one of those red flags next to your name, like do not touch. Yeah, I had an asterisk for real. They would not speak to me, man. They would not speak to me, and I and I thought I was gonna go. I wanted to go, and I used excuses. I like I could be like my mom. And I was forcing that because I thought all kids were supposed to be like their parents. And mm-hmm. and in essence, they you want to be like your mom and dad, but there's a lot of, you want to be your own man and woman at the same time as well. As you get older, growing up, you know, the structure, you want to be like mommy and daddy, because that's the first hero you see. But mm-hmm. I was still trying to carry that into my adulthood. I was like, man, I'll just be like my mom, and it worked out for her. And I really didn't know the story at the time. I didn't know the, the background story of everything that she went through. Especially, mm-hmm. my mom created a lot of African American history um, for soldiers in the army, man. You know, when it came to locks, and my mom had locks back in 2005. And mm-hmm. uh, thanks, Nick. Uh, Nick just brought me some coffee, by the way, with some coconut mm-hmm. oil. So thanks, Nick. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm jealous. I'll be up there. Go ahead, though. <laughs> but yeah, my mom, you know, she just created a lot of history, man, did a lot of stuff. You know, I was wondering, in our first little but you know battalion to to go uh evade Saddam Hussein's house and she did a lot of stuff man and you know my mom was also in uh Saudi Arabia you know uh for Desert Storm uh it's just a lot of history man that uh she'll never get credit for mm-hmm. and I, she might not even want the credit but 
it's like history that uh, people people will never know. And I think getting to making that history happen, my mom went through a lot of stuff, broke down a lot of doors. You know what I mean? My mom was a soldier where she wasn't even. It's just a lot of stuff, man. You know, stuff I probably won't, I won't share on here because mm-hmm. you know that stuff gets funny. But I didn't right. know it at the time. I was just going to join the army, man. I thought it was just like a lot of kids think, man. It's a, just an easy way to one go to college or get some money. You don't because they they as in the school systems push you got to go to college on you so hard. And I didn't honestly. I knew I didn't. I didn't know what I wanted to do, especially after, because uh, I moved to the the high school I, I graduated from. I moved there. I went there my senior year. I moved from Ohio to Indiana, so it was tough. And um, I didn't know what I was gonna do, man. I was, you know, just fighting depression and stuff. I was going to army, man. I can make that work like my mom did. So, right. But she, she definitely made sure that didn't happen, boy. <laughs> she did, man. Question though, had you had you stayed in Ohio, I, and I, I I know where you might go with this, man. But had you stayed in Ohio, had nothing really went down, what college would you have went? I would have went to Central what? State. I don't want to go anywhere but Central State University. I'm mm-hmm. listen, man. I'm a product of uh, HBCUs, black uh, uh, historically black colleges and universities. From the time I was in Atlanta, I was by Morehouse and Spelman. And when I uh-huh. moved to uh, Ohio, I was 10 minutes from Central State in Wilberforce. My cousins went there. My uncle and aunt went there. I was, you know, I, I was sneaking up in there to go there. I was using my uncle's name because he had, like, you know, he he was big time on the campus, man. Everybody knew my uncle at the time. They knew him. And, you know, once I said, oh, I'm Davis' nephew, I, I, I could have got away with murder if I wanted to. Not literally, but, you know. Right. I'm just using it as a figure of speech. So, yeah, it would have been CSU all day. I would have been a marauder. I didn't want to go to a D1. I was going to be a marauder. I already had I was going. I already had a scholarship for mm. free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had some connections with my uncle, but I was going to mm-hmm. go there for free, man. True story. Central State. I think we still would have met. We might have, man. Because I was supposed to go to Wilberforce or uh, Central State. Oh, you go to Wilberforce. It's all the that same. Was, they was next door. It's all they was the next same. door. Yep. Because we, we, uh, Southside had a uh, like a little black college. So, uh, uh, Southside's the high school here. In the, yeah, uh, high, high school in Fort Wayne. They had like a little black uh, tour thing, man. And I went with a, a girlfriend at the time. Uh, uh, we went to, uh, to the Cavaliers and uh, I think New Jersey Nets game. I think this was the game that... Uh, uh, did did LeBron seal it for them going to the Eastern Conference playoffs? It, it might have been that, but anyway, we end up uh, going to Wilberforce, man. And of course, me, I I didn't know, but once I started talking and going down the history, and I'm like, man, I want to come here and hoop. Yeah, exactly what I said to myself. I was like, man, I'm I'm coming to Ohio. And uh, yeah, bro, I was ready. It was, was it was well before was it. Plus, you know, looking at the girls at the time, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm coming here. Yeah, man. Because it was a couple that approached me. It was like, hey, you coming? You coming here? You think about coming to Wilberforce? Well, look my name up. Whoopie woo, this and that. I'm like, oh, God. And there was a whole bunch of us dudes there. We was yeah. like, yeah, man, we should have to come over here. Man. So yeah, I believe we still would have met, man. Somehow. Yeah. I, I um, man, I Central State was. It for me, Central State University and Wilberforce. I can't forget the Woo. Shout out to my people. 
to live in a Wu, man. Wilberforce University, we called it the Wu because the town mm-hmm. was called Wilberforce. And, you know, they had, they, they would have the teen, the teen, uh, little parties there too. And the Wu, easy go down, man. And it kept us out of trouble. You know, we, one of the parents would have a party quite a bit for the kids to come to. And that's what we did, man. And, um, I was even stepping in. I was gonna. Be, I already knew it. I had it mapped out, though. I wanted to be an Alpha, Alpha Phi Alpha, Black and Gold. That's a fraternity I was gonna be in. I was already stepping. Um, you know, just little Pythagorean type of programs. I mean, we could step at a you know early age, man. And I fell in love with that. I just loved everything about it, man. You know, so my mind was going around that, but God had other plans for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? God definitely has other plans. Like, this is not what I want you to do. I don't even want you to go here. I need you to go do this and do the hard thing, which is what I did. I did the hard thing. Went to go stay with my my mom, who just came back from Iraq, and you know that was hard because she had so many. This is back in '06. Now, so many illnesses that I don't think people were cognizant of, like they are now. Like you know, my mom, my mom was at uh in Afghanistan right after 9/11, so. So she she came back and she was over there twice. She would she did two uh two tours over there t- twice. So she she came back just not right, man. Mm-hmm. You know or not who she I don't want to say not right cuz I want I'm not trying to be offensive. But right. she she came back not the same person. Like she there's definitely something different. So I think I think most people that that listen and hear this that they have family that's in the military, man, understand that that terminology, man. You come back different, man. If you see man. what what your mom has seen, you know what she saw over and, there, and, and when she went over there before the base was built. Like I'm not taking nothing away from anyone over there now. I hope they come back safe and sound. And I I got mm-hmm. some people that's over there, and I got some people that's came back within you know the the last few years, and they got PTSD and all type of trauma. Uh, mental trauma, but my mom and like her fleet of people, she's like one of the only ones that came back. A lot of them, a lot of them are dead, you know, was blown up, missing limbs, stuff like that. And there was no army base, man. There was no base. Like there was nothing over there. They mm-hmm. they just set up shop and some tents and, you know, I remember hearing stories like my mom was like, man, we got to keep, because there's a lot of sandstorms out there. You know, they had to keep their boots on for a long time, like days, man. So my mom has had, you know how many surgeries my mom has had, Courtney, on her feet. Mm-hmm. She's had a lot of surgeries on her feet, man. Just being in those boots and, you know what I mean? You ain't got nothing, man. I remember the look my mom had because she had, uh, she would wear like the two, it was just two braids on the side of her head going all the way in the back to join into one braid. And mm-hmm. uh, I think she called them like fishtail loops, man, but that was like the style I, I'm assuming that's one of the styles that someone knew how to do, and that's what my mom would, you know, that's how her hair was. And every picture I've seen of my mom over there, man, no smiling. No smiling. And this other soldier, no smiling, man, at all. I'm like, man, and no smiling. So, so yeah, man, any soldiers uh, that's over there now or any any anyone that's have, that has family that's over there and fight for the country, man. I pray they get back because I, I get it. I remember we thought my mom was dead one time, and my aunt didn't want to tell me. The, mm. Red, the Red Cross, uh, I was in 10th grade. Red Cross was kept calling the house, man. And th- this is before social media. 
I would get an email from my mom every few months, if that. So, like, it wasn't like my mom can get on social, you know, send a video or face, FaceTime. None of that was around, man. Like, it, it wasn't, I don't even think MySpace was out there. That's how long ago this was. So, mm. like, maybe AOL. Uh, yeah, AOL and, like, you know, uh, AIM was out, but you couldn't, you couldn't do any type of video features on there. And, uh, you know, I would get an email every so often, bro. But my mom, um, yeah, they thought she, they couldn't find her. They couldn't find my mom. And I remember mm. the Red Cross call, uh, kept calling, and my aunt told me, she was like, hey, I didn't want to tell you this, but they can't find your mom. Um, you know, the Red Cross has been calling and stuff like that. And I didn't know, I would just kind of just, like, froze for, like, a couple of days. Like, oh, man. And then I... Like a few days after that, then they they ain't no finding my mom. So I don't know what happened. I don't even know. My mom probably don't even know that the Red Cross is looking for her. You know what I mean? But right. But for us, man, when technology was low, was very you know very low and and um, definitely wasn't high tech. It was low tech. And um, you know you you probably I don't know how far we are away. Thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away, man. You know you, you tend to think the worst. But yeah. And I got another story too, cause go ahead, man. Cause my mom, bro, my mom, somehow they got a the teachers got a hold of my mom, and I was cutting up in school, bro. I I remember school had started. I probably went like five months, six months without speaking to my mom. I get called to the office, ninth grade, by the way. Sit down. They said, Mr. Collins, it was the principal. Uh, I think Mr. Finkus. Yeah, shout out to Finkus. I, sorry, I'm trying to put the names together. My my Spanish teacher, man, Miss Cardenas, man, she got a hold of my mom's, bro. And I sit in the office. They said, Mr. Collins, you haven't been turning any work. You haven't, uh, you know, you've been, I wasn't like a bad kid, but, you know, I might have slacked off or mouthed off just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I was slap, I would mouth off enough not to get kicked out, but still uh-huh. unruly. Man, they hit a button. I just heard my mom's voice, bruh. And I just froze. My mom was on the uh on the uh the speakerphone, man, going off. Cause I haven't spoke to my mom in five, six months, and she cussing me out in front of all them people in that room. Uh-huh. And I just, I just, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Man, I'm like, man, I, when I get back, I'm gonna kill you. You know what I mean? <laughs> she just going, hey, bro. I'm like, man. Yo. <laughs> I, I'm over there looking buggy eyed, man, because I'm like, how y'all get a hold of her? Because right. I could, yeah. Like I said, bro, I speak to her five, five, six months. Out of all people, and all people, my mom, you cutting up for these teachers? I send you up, and she going off. And cuss words at the cuss words at the cuss words, man. And it was some white people, so they probably didn't never heard anyone speak like that. My mom, right? Was, so you already know they turning pink in the yeah, face. Yeah, they probably because when we got off the phone, they was like, "Mr." I mean, I said, "Mr. Kyle." They was like, "Uh, Josh, we we didn't, you know what I mean?" They they, they were scrambling. <laughs> They didn't know. They didn't know if she was going to pop off like that, man. They probably got goosebumps. Uh, I did, too. Because I'm like, man, she going to tear me up when she get back. Man, they felt like they got cussed out, too. Sure did. My mind, she was reckless, man. Y'all understand, like, 
she, you know, she near death. You know what I'm saying? And the, she probably hungry. Probably just be just keeping it all the way real, man. You know, she a woman, so she probably going through her cycle and she don't got the supplies she need. Like, and and the last thing you want to get is an email from your son's teachers. Right. Um, that you doing the most, bro. Yeah, man. And I I'm over here fighting, and you can't even do the simple stuff. You can't man. even. Yeah, she cussed, man. She tore me up. And I'm finna kick y'all butts too. Let's talk to the teachers because y'all talking <laughs> like I can't do nothing, man. She probably gave everybody, man. She read everybody they write. Everybody man. got their rights read, man. She uh, snapped. My mom popped off, man. I never forget that, man. And I, I just speak to my uh, Spanish teacher for like that whole year because I was, I was mad. Cause that ain't you don't want to speak to your mom who you haven't spoke to in five months on those terms. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. I'm scared, man. I probably I don't think my mom didn't come home to that next. This is she almost a year later, man. She was over there for a while. It was a holiday, and I can't remember because I remember I got the pictures when she came home the first time. But I was just like, man, I hope she forget about this <laughs> when she come right. back. And I, she, I think she did, man. Or maybe she probably did. My mom don't forget. So she probably she just let it go when she came back. She she probably felt she probably felt the energy through the phone, man. So oh she, yeah, man. But yeah, I, I, I remember, man. She tore me up. Oh yeah, man. Ah, good times though, man. You man, that that right there was a permanent stain on the memory, man. Y'all know you'll oh, never man. forget that. Never. <laughs> they won't either. I know they won't. I don't know man. what those they teachers play. are doing now, but they won't either. Man, we 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 might have should have second guessed, you know, second man, thought on this one here, man. On. She like, oh, I remember the words, but I can't even say. Man, she, I remember some of the words, but she, yeah, she was going off. Yeah, man, you need parents like that at times, man, to really get us back on point. You know, maybe not as vulgar, but you know. Under the circumstances, man, we got to get that past to her. <laughs> you know, man. that's a lot that you're experiencing. I've never been across seas. I hope to go soon. Um, but from from what I've seen and heard that it's getting better, though, man. But I know they kind of want that state to really be self-sufficient and self-stabilized with their military and everything. Yeah. But uh, you, know, you still got people that want to see the world burn for the for the heck of it, you know. So you always got that that problem out there, man. But uh, definitely, man, indebted to your mom for her service, man. Like you said, man, breaking breaking a lot of barriers. And I wanted you to really go in on that too, man, because this is Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, uh, doing this pod as well, man. And, and what better way to hear from an army kid? Um. So my mom, man, my mom had locks. So the law, and maybe Nick can help me out and like look look it up here in a little bit um the the law just passed where you're allowed to have locks in a uniform women are anyway it said women mm-hmm. are allowed to have locks i'm talking about your hair now uh in the army and that just passed my mom had locks what 90s no it wasn't 90s but not too far after the 90s i'm gonna say 03 or 04 Got you, got you, got you. Nick, when that pass, does it say? Because I, I, I remember seeing it in the news maybe like three, four years ago. I was like, wow. Now, my mom, we spent a lot of time in just down south and in Georgia. 
Mm-hmm. And wow, Nick just put up a picture, and that, yep, that's how my mom used to rock her hair. She's a pull her locks back and like put it in this little bun thing. She could put her hat up. Like the bun was like, like closer to the neck, and she could put her hat on. I tried to maybe maybe that'd be the picture for the uh, for the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that one, man. Please. But yeah, yeah. So that's what I always see my mom. And now here's the thing. I think it was a regional thing because we was in Atlanta. I lived on Fort McPherson, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, that was an mm-hmm. army base. And I would see that style a lot. So I didn't know it was illegal until I came up north slash Midwest is what y'all call it. Cause, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of black people. The demographic in Atlanta, there's a lot of black soldiers there down south, period. Down in, like, you know, the Carolinas and... Georgia and stuff like that. But, you know, she broke barriers because, you know, her and other women like that helped make that law um, legal. You know what I mean? They, you know, and they were good. They were good soldiers just because they had locks didn't mean they were bad soldiers or unruly. That's just how black women's hair grow. If you just, if you never touch your hair as a black person, it'll lock up. Mm. Our hair spirals and it, my hair coils into locks. Like my hair literally coils. Some people's hair spirals. So I mean that was an it's a natural style. That's the reason why they, you know, in our culture, Courtney, we call it natural style. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So my mom, you know, she 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 was rocking that early and they didn't make her cut it off. You know, they, they told her to keep it in a uniform way. So I mean, and that's all I know about that. I'm sure there's some more details and I would like to learn someday that, you know, how else my mom did it. My mom also had like tattoos, man, on her wrist and everything. So she was kind of a, uh, she would test the waters. <laughs> Let me say that. But say my, the least. But she was such a fine soldier in every way. She was professional. She was on the front line. Uh, she, she was, you know, she could recruit. She did it all, man. She was, she was. The, my mom was the the perfect to me anyway the perfect soldier. She's what you wanted. She was disciplined. My mom didn't want to go back to the hood. She was like, I got to do this job. My mom turned the army into a career. Twenty five years, you got to commend that person. She's she's what you wanted. You know, she didn't get kicked out. I got some family members that was kicked out the army, but yeah, you gonna talk about that? She wasn't kicked mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? And she she kept doing her thing, man. She turned it into something. She was able to get some schooling through it. Um, just like many soldiers. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm keeping the spotlight on my mom. Um, yeah, man. Nick, did you see that? Did you find that date? I haven't found a date for <clears throat> the army. Yeah. It said the Marines uh, changed the regulations. The Marines changed the regulations. That's huge, too. 2015. Okay. So I'm sure it's got to be around there. I'm sure they're not too far off. So the Marines passed that law where you can have locks. Uh, long as they're uniform and you know nice and neat. Yeah. Back in 2015, that ain't that long ago. No, it's not. My mom had locks in like 03, 04. Oh, okay, January 5th, 2017. Ooh, for the army. Mm. We are now allowed to wear locks in uniform. 2017. Cause I remember seeing it on the news and it it bugged me out because I was like, I I didn't know. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Mom's been had locks, bro. You see my, you know my mom, Courtney. Mom's been yeah. had locks. Right. So when I found out, I was like, wow. My mom, to me, my mom was a part of that. So, you know what I'm saying? She was a part of that. And she was, you know, a professional, man. She was a professional. She's what you wanted. Yep. I, and I think that all, 
so that's that's something too. I think seeing that you can look at it from different ways. Some people might even say, "Well, they desperate for people." I can I can hear that answer because people rule like that. But I'm going. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to look at it as uh, parts of the government are understanding that this is how a person is born. This is what makes them them and unique and they're not trying to fit them into a system that they're not made to be in you can't get everybody uh-huh. you know come on man everybody hair doesn't grow like a caucasian woman of course so that's what i that's how i look at that got you same here man and i mean no and different disrespect. avenues I, yeah no no disrespect I mean, man but no let's disrespect. just call it what it is it's reality though man man like uh, everybody hair texture is different I mean, there's categories, you know, that, that you and I looked in as far as how coarse and, and soft, you know, we all have, you know, we fall yeah. in different categories, man. But, yeah, you can't cookie cut or approach that thing. Yeah. It's just the way, you know, our, our, our makeup is all the same internally, but God is so detailed, man, from the freckles to the hair texture to the, <laughs> the dialect, uh, you know, the tones of our voice, man. He made us so unique. You know what I'm saying? He made it so unique. So to put us into a system, that's what, you know, people try to make these systems to fit you in. And like, nah, I'm not made for this system. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, shout out to my mom. Shout out to, you know, African-American soldiers. Shout out to all soldiers. But I know that I know a little bit more of the plight that in the government that uh, African-American soldiers fought for. So, yeah, 2017 is not two years ago. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> not that's, even because <laughs> I think Nick said July fifth, so not even right. January. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, so yeah, it was two over two years ago. I thought you said July fifth. Still not that long ago. Not that long ago at all, man. At all. And you was an army brat, man. Yeah, what, yeah. But you used to always t- tell me, man, as far as uh, being on the base, a uh, community within oh. the community. I used to always be all, all ears, man. Oh, I remember goodness. like when we first met, man, when you came to Fort Wayne, I'm like, man, you know, you seemed cool. You was quiet, well-spoken, of course. I didn't know everything that you was going through as I know now, though. But I remember seeing your mom, man, because I think this she just crazy. bought you that green minty Taurus. I got you. I know she had uh, just bought you that green minty Taurus. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a 97 Taurus, if I'm not mistaken. No, nah, I wish, Cordy. It, it, it was a 93. I it was wish. a 93? <laughs> it was a 93. Okay, you had, you had the, the yeah. minty green Taurus. She yeah. had, she had uh, uh, brought that up to Hardy's, man, I think. Or, yeah. I mean, we yeah, got that I'm, thing for like a couple hundred. <laughs> yeah, a couple and that hundred. car made it. That car made it through low key. But that all was the subject, All subject. The day I got rid of it, because I ended up getting a Pontiac Grand Prix. The day uh-huh. I got rid of it, the transmission went out. Like the day I got rid of that car, bro. It was, wow. I was like, yeah, mercy. Now I know, I'm like, God, have mercy with this car. I said, because I was selling it to, um, I drove it up to sell the parts, right? Mm-hmm. And um, no, I was going to sell the car. And the dude was like, hey, man, your transmission not working. I said, man, I got in a car. That thing wouldn't even do 15 down the street. I was like, yo. He said, man, I I was supposed to get like 700. I only got like 250. (laughs) That's all good. I think we broke broke even. We paid like two, 300 for the car. So I I wasn't even tripping, man. I took that money and 
pay bought my tax, but yeah. But anyway, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, man. But I, I remember when she brought the vehicle up to Hardy's, man. And I mean, she you know she had yeah she had the dress then. Yeah. And then I remember, man, because um, you know, like when you first meet somebody, I get real cool. You know, and that's when our, our parents had met, man, that same year, maybe like maybe a month later or whatever. And uh, she came over to the crib and her and my mom kicked it, you know, man, spoke, man. And it was a few hours, man. We spent that at my house or whatever. She was like, yeah. I said, mom, because like like I said, man, you, you never know what you do for another person when you get in their presence, man. Like me, I was getting out of a situation where I was hanging around the wrong crowd. So I knew, like, man, I I just assumed that, man, if I hang around Josh, I'd be out of trouble. Because you just had that sense, like, you don't really be on. I, like, for me, I looked at you as not being on any of the um, terrible stuff. You know what I yeah, mean? It's just I going out being and being a straight hoodlum. Yeah, you weren't doing none of that. So I was like, man, I hang around him. That's going to help me not do that. And then I'm like, man, hey, mom, this is who I'm hanging around with. And that was a plus for me, man, that, that y'all came over to the house, man, and introduced yourselves. Because I'm like, hey, mom, our parents, I leave our, the house. Our parents were cool. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, they was cool. And um, my mom, I was like, look, mom, I'm hanging out with Josh. This is his mom. And one, 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 and like once y'all came over, man, it just it was just set in stone from that day forward. Like, all right, man, I, I can trust now. When Courtney goes out, man, he's with this family. He's with... You know, she looked at y'all like, all right, man, you know, these are okay folks. He don't really be on much. Yeah. And then when you pulled up in the car, all he did was ride around the city listening to Dipset, yeah. going to the uh, basketball and volleyball games, you know, looking at the girls and stuff. And then we always made our stop at the gas station. Yeah. You know, the, the marathon and BP on Anthony and Tillman had to get the gummies, of course. I used to get a parade and uh, gummies. You, yeah, y'all always put me on the gummy juice. bears, man. Them, yeah. uh, the clear joints. Yeah. And uh, that's all we did, man. So, you know, that that helped me out, man. So, and that's one of them, you know, I was kicking it at your house, man. Yeah. And I, I got really to learn, you know, to really meet and know, get to know your mom on a firsthand basis, man. You're one of the she, only people in, ooh, you're the only one in Fort Wayne ever. To like really get to know my mom, cause you was over my crib all the time. All the I just time, about man. Yeah, hey, all the time, bro. And the fact that my mom probably felt some comfort with you, cause like she remember she was. You probably didn't even notice at the time, but she was fresh from Iraq. So yeah, yeah people, I, I remember that though. Yeah, that part people, being fresh, she told me. <laughs> people, yeah, people coming over to the crib was a no, no, unless she had some rapport with you. Like my mom. She, I don't even, yeah, it's some friends that you and I mutually have, and she, nah, they can't come over. So she, she, some reason she felt comfortable around you. For it real. Was super stern, man. I'm talking yeah. to like, I remember I would just try to make a conversation with her, man. She said, Courtney, why you ask me that? You know the answer to it. Yep. You know, and she just hit me with that all the time. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yep. Or, you know, I saw, but I, I try to go in there and mess with her every now and then, bro. Yeah, she, and, but uh, she, she my would mom, read me my right. My mom is a type, though. She probably knows that, and she probably knows she can, because I'm like that, and I know I get this from her, and I'm like, I'm my mom's child. Like, my mom, uh, <laughs> like, she, okay, you could try to joke with her, and she'll turn the joke into something serious, but that's her way of joking. And you'll right. walk off like, man, that was awkward. And she'll walk in her room laughing at you. 
I do yeah. that to my athletes at the school. And I'm like, I, I'm like, man, I got that from my moms. Hold on. Yeah. I, I wanted to read something real quick. I know we're kind of like off subject. But uh, here's a little uh, insert from the article that Nick found. January 5th and the year of the, our Lord, 2017, we are now allowed to wear locks and uniform. Staff Sergeant Clausey Logan of Fort Stewart in Georgia. Wow. See, Georgia. I'm pretty sure Georgia played a huge part in that, man. But anyway, uh, uh, Staff Sergeant Clausey of Fort Stewart in Georgia said in a video posted on Facebook that she runs and she says she runs afoul of the old rules and risks of being removed from the army. She found the way to comply, but said constant worry about her future episodes. So, I mean, you had locks, you, you was gonna get out, they was gonna kick you out. And you gotta remember, man, for a lot of people, man, they get away from homes, trailer parks, the hood, whatever you live that, man. I can't go, I can't, I can't afford to get kicked out. And then some people I know, like I said, I got some family members. I got to get a body here because <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. But for my moms and, and Staff Sergeant Clausey, you know, as it read, man, they probably they didn't want to go back to where they was from. This was it. This was their job. So I'm glad the rules changed. I'm glad the rules were, were are, are revised, man. Not were. They are revised. I think that's important to know, man. It really is. Yeah. And... Who knows what that? Who knows, man? But I'm I'm glad that that's that's different. I'm glad that's different. But got you, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, shout out to my moms, man. I keep saying I'm gonna keep saying that this whole <laughs> so uh, this whole podcast. Shout out to my moms and shout out to the soldiers, man. Yeah, absolutely, but, man. No, you was talking about um, you was all ears when I would say tell you like stories of the army base because. Down south had like racism that I experienced. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, generalize it. I'm gonna try to make it personal because I'm sure there's more racism than I even knew or experienced. But when I moved up here, there was more segregation between blacks on blacks, blacks on whites, uh, whites on whites, and it, it was confusing. When I was in Atlanta on the Army Base Fort McPherson. Uh, which is in the hood, to be real, at the time. I don't know if it's gentrified or not right now. But back then, Fort McPherson is crazy, man, because you got this army base, and then outside the army base, it is not the best area at all. Mm. But on that army base, man, you know, my friends was white. My friend, uh, you know, I had white and Japanese friends, and, you know, we was all whatever we were, our makeup was. And... You did whatever you had to do for someone's colonel. I mean, for the colonels and staff sergeants, and you go cut grass, you go do everything. You did it. It didn't matter if you, if they were white or black or whatever. So, you know, that was the rules that I obliged by. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the rules that was in, in, that was in me and, and the rest of my friends, the rest of the Army brats. You know what I'm saying? And, and when I got off the Army base, man, I, I, I've said this before to some people. When I got off the army base, man, it was just, it was different because those same rules that I was following, everyone else didn't follow. And I, you know what I mean? I experienced racism because I was too light-skinned. I've, I've experienced uh, different white people being called nigger, whatever it was, man, back then in Georgia. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But, and you know, and it sucks as a kid, but when I got back in the army base, man, it's a safe haven from all of that. 
I was camping with a, you know, my white friends, man, in Huntsville, Alabama. I ain't been camping since, but I was camping. Camp, yeah, camping a different beat. I might go now, I'm grown now, but you right. know, back then. But I appreciate that, man. It got me out of my shell. And I remember trading my headphones and listening to Lincoln Park, who I thought was hard back then. And, you know, um, my headphones would have, who knows, outcasts. I, I'm in the South, man, so I was very uh, Southern, uh, influenced by the Southern music, man, stuff y'all probably never even heard of. So I would trade my headphones to somebody else, and they let me hear Lincoln Park. I'm like, oh, this hard. Mm-hmm. This hard. But, you know, that was the bond we had, man. I'm, to this day, I miss that type of bond. I think that's why I go about my interactions with people the way I do. And now uh-huh. being a Christian, man, I, you know, I, when I read the book of Acts, a lot of those attributes that were from, that I learned from, you know, the army men and women is in that Bible. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like John 17 says, man, I hope they are one as we are one. You know, just, right. just stuff like that, man. You know, love your neighbor like you love yourself. And, I, you know, that's how it was, bro. That's how it was. So I I keep those principles. And it's just nice to know, like, oh, man. Okay, this is right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is right. This is Okay, this is right, Lord. I ain't tripping. I'm not going to conform to what the rest of those people are doing. Out, outside this army base. Outside of your biblical uh, parameters. You know, that's how mm-hmm. it was. I'm going to treat these people with love. Whether I agree with them or not, we're going to do it with love. And that's how I really was in the army base. You'd be like, man, I got to cut who, Grass? Oh, got to go cut uh, Sergeant Robinson. You know what I mean? Wake up like, yeah. oh, I got to go cut Robinson's grass or wash his car or go help such and such with the groceries. You just be mad, bro. Right. But, and but I you think, did bro, it. I you did it, though. questions, man, and I think I was always quiet and always observing and listening to the stories, man, because being in Fort Wayne and not a part of that or not knowing what Army Brat was, you was you was that you was it for me. So I I just sat back and listened and that was foreign to me. Yeah. So I was like, man, y'all y'all had a real community. That's why that's what we I always felt com- like, it's man. Exactly y'all, y'all, had it was. Real, yep. y'all had a real community, man. Yep. Now even though around back then when I was coming up, man, and um, you know, in the village woods edition, I used to cut people's grass for money. Like uh, my next door neighbor, uh, I can't think of his name off top. Man, man. I won't Bill get Wade. paid at all, cuz. <laughs> I was getting the 20s, bro. I, get paid I, made, at all. I made $80 a week cutting grass, man. That's crazy. Uh, How old were you? I was around anywhere from 11 on up. Man, he's making $80 a What? Yeah, because my next door neighbor would pay me mm. twenty, and that was his uh, mother's. That was his parents' house because he was in Florida, man, or California. He was in another state. I forgot what he did business wise, man, but he had bread. But he loved me. He loved my mom and I, man, because we would always look out for you know his parents. So I'd go over there and cut their grass, man. Yeah. And we either get a check in the mail or whenever he came to check on his parents, bro, you know, stay for the weekend. Hey, bud, you know, appreciate you. And he'll give you, he'll swing me to 20. I'll go in my backyard. No, I'll go um, not I'm around the corner, which I can see the back of my house if I go around the corner or whatever. I'm trying to picture Plaza Street in Worley. I would cut. I can't think of her name, though, man. But I don't even think I asked for their name. I just thought you want your grass cut. And, you know, 20 bucks back, you know, 10 for the front, 10 for the back. I do a good job, too. 
And uh, yeah, wow. man, I just go through the hood just trying to get some money, man. Bro, that's in- that's insane. Eighty a week is insane. Yeah, eighty, 80, 80 a, week. a week. That's like but, that's like having a thousand at, at age eleven. Right, man, I mess that around. Was, that was it. for the summer. That was just for the summer, man. Still, that was like maybe man. that's good money. Like every, it's like it's like every other month. I was I was doing that. And um, at eleven, bro, you feel like you're sitting on, up, on it. Man. Woo. man, I man, I, I blew that on candy and. And all yeah. of that good stuff, man. You know, childlike. Yeah. But um, listening to your stories, though, man, that was, you know, hearing that community and all of that, because all we had was blacks around us. And then that white family that was next door to me and um, the rest was just, you know, the brothers and the sisters out there. You know, that was it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we was bagging on each other. But, we, you know, it was more of a family back then, though, man. But. It was it was no it was nothing in comparison to what you had on the army base as far as having that community, man. Y'all looked out for one another. You washed cars and cut grass for free. I mean, you took people's groceries in. You know, you saluted those that were in command. You know, it was just like yeah, it was like y'all was somewhat isolated, man, from the we, real world. We like were, y'all was man. in this bubble. We we literally were we were in a bubble. If you think about it, we were definitely in a bubble. Like you can't come on this base unless you got an ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got some certification to be up on here, man. And then what perked my ears was you would tell me stories about getting the games or whatever. Like y'all had the, you know, the, the PS, the PS one on there at the time, the sixty four, yeah, of course. Out, the army, I got spoiled, man, for the army. Y'all got man. stuff before yeah, we did, yeah, low key, yeah, man. That's man, what that's what perked. Us. Yeah, that's high key. That's what perked my ears, Jack. I got I got I'm friends like, that would come back with a console. Like six months before it came out in America, because yep. they was in Japan. Like, and that's true. Like, my I got people that they would come back, man. This is a this is a PlayStation One. What? What is this? And then like on the army base, man. We I want maybe a month. I would get it, or I, I we just get it early, man. I just knew it was early because I you know we would get it early. My mom was a layaway queen, so. You know what I mean? Some people call it the APHIS, but we call it the PX. If you if you if you are um if you know anything about the army, man, you know the PXBX is where you go for all your stuff, man. My mom's would she put that PlayStation on layaway in a heartbeat, pay it off, man. So by the time I would get it, it came out with you know when it came out in America. You know what I mean? So but it's been on I didn't miss a beat though. So, right. yeah, man, and non-tax, you know what I'm saying? Stuff is, whatever it is, $200, $300, that's it, non-tax, man. Non-tax. And that's what I was envying. I was like, man, oh. bro, y'all, I got everything early, too. Man, I was like, man, man. bro, like, I wish I could be on there now. I don't have, oh, I wish I could be in there now. The gyms, the, uh, I mean, it was it was lit, man. Bowling alley, I had the movie theater on the, on the, uh, on the, the army base, base. Yep. that's yeah, man. I remember these convos, man. Had a uh, dude, and he can cut too, man. His name was Van. I never forget. He's a lace me, so I had I had like an exclusive barber because uh, one, all the black people were there, like because he, he, you know, it is a difference between like black barbers, white barbers, man. But he would cut, you know, it was like one, uh, it was one dude on the other side. He would cut all the white dudes. And it was another dude named Van. He would cut all the black dudes, man. Yeah. Laces up, man. 
Cause you know, if you in the army, man, you don't got a buzz cut. You had a low fade. If you was in the yeah. army and you was a black man, you know, so you had a low fade. So and we in the south, that's that hairstyle was just rocking back then too. Low fade, man. Not a not a mid fade, not a high fade, low fade. That's what you had, cause waves on top, none on the side, cause it's faded, line on point. Put your hat oh, on or go point. about your Yeah, man. And that's what that was, bruh. Uh, man. You know what I mean? And I don't know the termination for like the the you know cuts for like a white soldier, but you know, it was just real low. Real low. Had to yep. add on and go about day day. So that that's the thing, man. Like there was like some some splits, but it would be in the same building. You know what I'm saying? Like like I just like I just explained to um the barbershop, you know, hey, we know y'all do it a little different there. I mean, y'all, y'all get your hair cut a little differently. So we're going to be in one building, but you're going this side, you're going this side because you got a specialist that can specialize in your haircut. And then at the mm-hmm. end of that, we come together and we, you know, be all in there cracking jokes and laughing and stuff, man. I like that the Army catered to all people in the Army. He catered to all people. Right, because the mission was was at the forefront. Yeah, and, and this yeah, is my experience. I'm sure somebody listened to this and... Well, I don't think so, but I'm talking about my experience from my eyes. That's what I've seen. That mm-hmm. and, I, and that's and that's the truth. Fort McPherson, Fort Gillum. Uh, I forgot the Army base in North Carolina, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I, I was I lived there as well. That's a big Army base. You talking about okay? If if you saying Fort McPherson is a bubble, then whoo, favorite that. I don't even know what they call it, bro. That mug is huge. I feel like Atlantis, but on top of water. Like, like that, that thing is huge in Fayetteville, North Carolina, bro. Mm. That army base is huge. Fort Gillum was a, to y'all it was big. To us, it was a small army base. I've never stepped foot, man. So I'm, I'm living vicariously through your stories, man. That's it was the perfect to size. Go in. The perfect size. Because to me. Perfect size, man. Because, hey, man, when I was in North Carolina, that Army base was too big. Man, too big, bro. Too big. We talking, ooh, man. I, I don't have nothing to compare it to. And I'm thinking hard. I'm struggling. But, man, Dick, hey, see if you can look that up, man. How how big is uh, uh, Fort Gillum? I mean, Fort McPherson, not Gillum. And, and, and while he's doing that, man, what would you say to somebody listening now, man, that's contemplating joining the uh, armed services? I would say, now looking back on it, if you're if you're trying to be like your parent that who was maybe previous or just anyone you know that who was previously in the service, I would think twice about it um, and make sure that's something you want to do and you're not just doing it for money. Because I think I think the army is something that money that experience I don't think money's enough. If I'm looking at what my mom and other soldiers have been through. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold up, hold up, McPherson, uh, M C P H E R, son, Georgia. Yep. But yeah, so that that's what I would say though, Courtney. Um, take your time. Um, take your time on that decision. Cause I know, man. I know a lot of kids right now that's graduating at the high school I work at. You know, they're going into the army. They just don't want to be in a trailer park anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so Fort McPherson was 487 acres, bro. To y'all, that is that's that's big, but for man, let's see. Okay, type in Fayetteville, North Carolina Army Base. Cause that I gotta know now, man. You got me thinking. Cause that <laughs> and it, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just the the structure and how it was laid out. Cause, bruh, that thing was huge. Cause, but yeah, man. Did you ever? Did you want to go in the army, or you were just doing it just to, you know, just trying out just to go? Man, well, uh, I was just trying to go and get some money, man. Oh no, it wasn't smaller. To be honest with you, gotcha. I was trying to get my pockets fat, but um, I figured that me, I knew I was going to graduate, but I didn't know what I was going to do afterwards, man. And then me, I didn't want to stay in the city doing nothing, man, or working at some dead end jobs. So I'm like, man, it's a chance for me to see the world. I, I had my cousin Leland went in. He, he's going to put me on with the Navy. Um, you know, when he was going, he was in, you know, North Korea. He was in uh, parts of Asia. Um, man, he tore it all over, bro. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like, what's up? You know, I want to go. And, um, man, I couldn't do it. So, yeah, I got, I guess God had other plans for me. I didn't know at the time. So, you know, I stayed put, did what I could, man. And I'm happy with the results. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, life, life is, uh, definitely didn't expect to be where I'm at now, man. I thought I had it mapped out, so I, I get it. I get it. When you say you you like the results, I get it. Nick, what's our time, man? 57.47. Really? I well, didn't even know. Hmm? You started early. Oh, yeah, we did start early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, yeah, that's – honestly, man, that's – I just wanted to come and talk about the soldiers, man, and, and show honor to our parents and our family members that are, you know, fighting for this country uh, the youngins that's going in, you know, I thank you for that. For just, you know, yeah. I, I pray that it works. I, I just pray the army and any armed service sis works out for the ben- the better of each person's and their families, bro. For real. For yeah, real. most definitely, man. I pray that you guys uh, embrace the challenges that come forth. Don't quit. Uh, man, just go through it, man. Cause I, I know a few people that are in the uh, army, including Josh's mom. I got my good friend Justin Madison, that Senate man that served, and you know, man, it's it's a good, it's a great experience, man. But it's you just got to really go through it, you know. So, um, you know, if you really want to go through it for the causes that Josh had laid out, man, please go for it. If you just go on just to put yeah. some money in your pocket, you might not want to step in that. Hey, speaking of Army, hey, there's another guy we forgot that was, uh, I, I think he was in Army as well. He was our sneaker plug. Bruh, Kevin? Remember Kevin? Yeah, I remember Kevin, man. Man, that was our plug. Let me, uh, to the audience, man, the listeners, Kevin was this white guy worked at um this the sneaker store here in Fort Wayne and you know we would come in and window shop and we would have some heat on and stuff like that and he took a liking to us me and when I say us me Courtney and, and uh we put another uh, one of our dudes on and this was back when sneakers was like really rare like there would only be mm-hmm. like a 10 size run you know what I'm saying it might be like one size of each two two sizes of some shoes. So 
Kevin, you know, he gave us his number, man. And uh, and uh, he said, you know, when something come out, man, just hit him up, and he got us. So I remember we'd go to school, and Courtney got out of school before all of us. Courtney was like, yeah, cuz. <laughs> you were like, you picked up, uh, you hit up Kevin and got so a Jordan like uh, two days before they came out. Yeah, so, I remember. I think I think it was the Flint Sevens, man. Yeah, that was the one that started. That it, was yep. our favorite shoe, bro. Yep, the Flint Sevens, man. Gray and purple retro sevens back in two thousand six. And I remember leaving on lunchtime. I had thirty minutes, bro. I rushed over there because they had two thirteens. You wore thirteen, and our homeboy wore size thirteen, and they only had like three elevens. And Kevin wore an eleven. So I already know one's gone, so there's two 11s in the city. And I don't know who else Kevin uh, plugged, but I know I got to go get mine before they gone. So I would leave the school, man. I'm not telling anyone else to do this, but I would leave the school and go get my Jordans two days before they came out. Okay, get them on Thursday because they came out on Saturday. So you already know what I did for Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. About, I remember sometimes I didn't even have no outfit. I wouldn't even match it. I threw them things right on, man. Threw them things right on for Friday. And, and turned heads up. All school. day. Man, where do come out? Where do you know what I mean? I was plugged, man. I was plugged. I'm sure yeah. some other people was plugged, but I'm a senior in high school plug. Every Jordan, every kick that I wanted, I got early. And Good retail. Time. Hold on. And I didn't pay extra. I did nope. not pay extra. There was some, you had the military discount on a couple man, of them. I sure did. 20% off. I used to get mad at you, little <laughs> kid, because I ain't had that coupon, bro. Like, I know. Uh, it was an ID. It wasn't even a coupon. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the ID, Joy. I'm like, man. Man, I, that Flag on the play. I used to pay like 106 for a pair of J's. Man, I know. Ooh. I'm talking about like everything, man. I think the shoe was like 135, so I ain't no pay. Yeah. Just less money, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Yo, Kevin. Yo, can you hear me? Uh-oh. Oh, Courtney, uh, his signal just failed, man. So we gonna call him right back. Oh, Courtney, quick with the text. He just texted me. Yeah, man. Look like we might. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Yeah. See, they don't they don't get a podcast like this. That's like, you know, I that's what I like about our podcast, man. It's kind of, you know, real life situations, man. But uh no, I was saying anyway, we were telling that story about the sneakers, man. Kevin, last time I remember, and it, it had to be some years ago, man. I found out Kevin was in uh, Iraq. Yeah, he was in Iraq, like maybe six years ago. So I don't know where he, what he's doing now, man, but uh, it just, yeah, we, all this Army talk made me think of Kevin. Yeah, shout out to him. I think he told him that, man. I think he I think he knew about that because that's one of the convos you had brought up, man, telling him about your mom and, and basically what you told me about your experiences on the Army bases, man. So he took a liking to us, man, show love. Um, and, and we got, hey, from that, and really meeting people, man. It's true, man. We we got we got plugged in the game. We sure did, man. Kevin, Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin. Kevin was a special dude, man. He like you never know. He was just cool, cool dude, man. 
Cool, dude. So I, I hope he's uh, safe and sound, man. I have no idea if he's back or not. But I hope he's safe and sound. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, pray for him too, man. I appreciate all the kicks, Kev. Appreciate yeah, it. He laced your boy. Man. Oh, he had me right. And look, I was depressed because I, I, look, I transferred schools my senior year. So I was depressed. So I didn't, I didn't dress the, for like a good two months straight, man. My mom asked me, she was like, what's wrong with you? Cause I was wearing the same thing, white t-shirt, jeans, and just some raggedy shoes, man. That was so out of character of me, but I was depressed. But I met you and I met Kevin. I said, oh, I'm about, to, I'm about to go ahead and turn heads real quick. Yeah. Right. And that, that right there did it. Yep. Met up my boy Tyree. That's the third person we put all this. was like, man, how you get to him? <laughs> I was like, look, since we cool, I'm going to put you on, man. Put him on. And yeah, man. Me and Tyree got a picture of some. We got the sevens on, and we both wearing them like two days before. And I got to find that picture, though, man. But. Yeah, man, that was a good pick. That was a good pick. That was a good times, man. So, you know, we're going to wrap this thing up. We want to say, again, shout out to my mom, but shout out to all, all of the armed service women and men. Thank you for for uh, just fighting for our country. Thank you for adding to the protection. Thank you for doing everything you're doing. And uh, happy Memorial Day. Yeah, definitely. Happy Memorial Day to everybody as well, too, man. Please stay posted at the Finish Works brand on Instagram and yeah. Facebook as well, too. Check us out, finishworksbrand.com. Uh, we got some merch coming up here soon, and we just appreciate your air, man. This is Milk versus Solid Food. Until next time, man, stay blessed, and we'll see y'all soon. Peace out, y'all. Thank you, thank you, Peace. thank you.